This is Sarah Lemon, author of the Holdish blog and food writer for the Mail Tribune newspaper in Southern Oregon. This podcast is produced for the Mail Tribune and Rosebud Media. You can find it online at mailtribune.com forward slash podcasts and read my blog, The Whole Dish at mailtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. Carrot cake isn't just for Easter in my house. It happens to be one of my favorite cakes, one that I request often for my birthday, which has fallen on Easter more than once in my life. This year, my mom decided that she would try to make me one of my other favorites, which is known as Missouri apple cake at a restaurant on the South Coast that she managed for a number of years that produces a lot of pies and cakes by special order. She wanted to try to make it herself and wasn't exactly pleased with the recipe, not having the actual recipe from the restaurant, but trying to research it online and in some cookbooks. Turned out more like a coffee cake rather than a moist, dense layer cake. So we fell back on carrot cake. I posted a classic recipe to my blog this week on March 29th under the headline, Carrot Cake Perfect for Easter. Of course, birthdays too, if you're like me. And this one has the quintessential cream cheese frosting that for me really makes carrot cake. It's one of the main reasons why I like this dessert is for that cream cheese frosting. I'll share that recipe in this podcast, but also a recipe that is less common, even more outside the box that I posted several years ago to my blog, and that's found under the archives at blogs.esouthernoregon.com forward slash rogue hyphen valley hyphen food. This is for a parsnip cake, if you can believe that. I mean, if you're going to have a carrot cake, why not a parsnip cake? But one reason why I'm so intrigued by it is also because it includes apples. So it makes me think of this quote-unquote Missouri apple cake. It's got some lovely chopped pecans incorporated and cream cheese frosting. Gotta have that. It was posted on January 31st, 2017 under the headline, Shredded Parsnips Easily Swap for Cakes Carrots. And you could very easily find this post by typing parsnip into the search field on the top right-hand corner of the page, again at blogs.esouthernoregon.com forward slash rogue hyphen valley hyphen food, and it'll come right up. You can also search the archives by selecting from the drop-down menu on the right-hand side of the page under the heading archives and selecting January 2017. It'll be the post right at the top because they are posted in reverse order. First, let's dig into this classic carrot cake from desserts, more than 140 of our most beloved recipes. That's by the editors of Food and Wine, which published it in 2017. 2017 was quite a year for carrot and parsnip cakes. You'll need two cups all-purpose flour, plus more for dusting the pan, a cup of pecans, which is optional, two teaspoons each baking powder and baking soda, a teaspoon each cinnamon and salt, one cup of vegetable oil, a half cup buttermilk, one and a half teaspoons vanilla, four large eggs, two cups granulated sugar, 
a pound of carrots that have been peeled and coarsely chopped, and unsalted butter for greasing the pan. And for the frosting, you'll need two sticks unsalted butter, that's softened, 16 ounces cream cheese, one more tablespoon vanilla, and two cups confectioner's sugar. Start by preheating the oven to 325 degrees. Butter two nine-inch cake pans and line the bottoms with parchment paper. Butter the paper and flour the pans. Spread the one-cup pecans on a baking sheet and toast in the oven for about eight minutes until they're fragrant. Let them cool, then finely chop the pecans. In a medium bowl, whisk the two cups flour with the two teaspoons each baking powder and soda and the teaspoon each cinnamon and salt. In a small bowl, whisk the one cup vegetable oil with the half cup buttermilk and the one and a half teaspoons vanilla. In a large bowl, use a hand mixer to beat the four eggs with the two cups granulated sugar. That's white sugar, of course, at high speed until pale, and that'll take about five minutes. Beat in the liquid ingredients, then beat in the dry ingredients just until they're moistened. Stir in the pound peeled and coarsely shredded carrots and the toasted pecans. Divide the batter between the two prepared pans and bake the cakes in the 325 degree preheated oven for 55 minutes to an hour until they're springy and golden. Let the cakes cool on a rack for 30 minutes, then unmold them and let them cool completely. Now for the frosting. Use a hand mixer in a large bowl to beat the two sticks softened unsalted butter and the 16 ounces cream cheese at high speed until that's light. It takes about five minutes. Beat in the one tablespoon vanilla, then the two cups confectioner sugar. Beat at low speed until that's incorporated. Then increase the speed to high and beat until it's light and fluffy for about three minutes. Peel off the parchment paper from the cake and invert the cake layer onto a plate. Spread with a slightly rounded cup of the cream cheese frosting. Top with the second cake layer right side up and spread the top and sides with the remaining frosting. Refrigerate until chilled for about an hour then slice and serve. It makes eight to 10 servings of classic carrot cake posted to my blog on March 29th at mailtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish under the headline carrot cake perfect for Easter. So for this parsnip cake, you don't need quite as much vegetable here. It calls for three large parsnips, but you're also adding an apple. Both of those are shredded. It starts with one and a half sticks unsalted butter, a half cup plus two tablespoons granulated sugar, a half cup plus two tablespoons light brown sugar, a half cup maple syrup. Those three large parsnips peeled and grated on small shredding holes. An apple that's been peeled, cored, and grated on large shredding holes. It's going to disintegrate, obviously, more than the parsnip will. Three large eggs. Finely grated zest and juice of one orange. Two cups flour. Two and a half teaspoons baking powder. One teaspoon ground cinnamon. Three quarter teaspoon ground ginger. Quarter teaspoon each. Ground nutmeg and salt. A half cup toasted and chopped pecans 
And for the cream cheese frosting, you'll need an additional four ounces unsalted butter, eight ounces cream cheese, one and a half cups confectioner sugar, an additional teaspoon vanilla extract, and two tablespoons milk. So this cake actually starts by melting the butter rather than beating it with the sugar, which is a more common method for cake batters. In a large saucepan, melt the one and a half sticks, that's six ounces unsalted butter, with both types of sugar, granulated sugar and light brown sugar. That's a half cup plus two tablespoons each and the half cup maple syrup. Cool slightly and then you stir in the remaining ingredients, including the parsnips, three large parsnips peeled and grated on small shredding holes, the apple that's been peeled, cored, and grated on large shredding holes, the three eggs, the finely grated zest and juice of one orange, the two cups flour, the two and a half teaspoons baking powder, the one teaspoon ground cinnamon, the three quarter teaspoon ground ginger, the quarter teaspoon each ground nutmeg and salt. All of that just gets stirred into the saucepan with the melted butter, the sugars, and the maple syrup. Butter two eight inch square or two nine inch round cake pans, your choice. Pour in the cake batter and bake at 350 degrees until toothpick stabbed in the center comes out clean. That'll take about 25 minutes. Cool the cakes in the pan for about 10 minutes, then turn them out of the pans and cool completely. To make the cream cheese frosting with an electric mixer, beat the four ounces unsalted butter and the eight ounces cream cheese until fluffy. Then beat in the one and a half cups confectioner sugar one teaspoon vanilla extract and two tablespoons milk. Very similar recipe to the last cream cheese frosting. Spread the top of one baked cake layer with half of the frosting. Then stack on the second layer and spread the top with the remaining frosting. This recipe calls for leaving the sides of the cake bare, which is a more rustic presentation. And you can sprinkle the half cup toasted and chopped pecans just right on top. It's not incorporated into the batter like it is for the carrot cake. And that recipe is courtesy of the Chicago Tribune. And it was posted to my blog on January 31st, 2017 on what's now the archives at blogs.esouthernoregon.com forward slash rogue hyphen valley hyphen food. Under the headline, Shredded Parsnips Easily Swap for Cakes Carrots. I have a feeling that my family isn't going to be super excited about this recipe. When I told them this is what I wanted for my birthday, I kind of got some blank looks and just polite smiles. But I think this one sounds like a winner. And since our apple cake didn't turn out what more do we have to lose than by incorporating some parsnips with some apple? This is going to be on the menu for next year's celebration parsnip cake. And find more seasonal recipes and globally inspired dishes on my blog, The Whole Dish, at mailtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. Thanks for listening to and reading The Whole Dish.